1: Five, four, three, two, one. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 33rd year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who's not a doctor and While most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow.
2: (laughs) Here's a... Doctor, talking to his patient in her exam room. She says, I'm going to ask you a series of scary questions. When I'm done, let's see if you can guess why I'm asking them. <laughs> what is this called? Self-diagnosis? I thought well, you went to the doctor because they're supposed to diagnose you. Welcome once again to the Healthiest Hour on Radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time. Here on the program, and we thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend. Hey, we won't ask any scary questions today, although our topic of discussion this hour, uh, for our main topic, uh, does have some scary aspects about it. It's uh, having to do with alcohol and drug addiction, so we'll talk more about that in just a minute. But um, welcome once again to the program. Reminder, if you miss any part of the morning show, our show is rebroadcast tonight. At um, on the station you're listening to right now, twelve hours from right now uh, for the uh, rebroadcast of the morning show, and you can always go to the website drhealthradio.com, d o c t o r healthradio.com. Uh, after next Wednesday for today's show repeat. All right. Um, so in this hour, a little later, Pam Ricard is going to be with us. Uh, she is one of the officials and directors of the Heron Project, which is a uh, an addiction uh, treatment center for uh, alcoholics and um, people addicted to various drugs. We'll talk about the history of addiction as well as different types of treatments. Of course, AA being the most notable or uh, most well-known of the um, alcohol recovery uh, or um, types of treatments that people go to, but uh, there are many others. Talk about the challenges, you know, what about relapse or costs or... um, a serial rehab that celebrities are so known for, where they go in for 30 days and they get dry, and then you know six months later they're back in the rehab facility for um, repeat rehab. Uh, what about switching addictions, you know, uh, trading one drug addiction for maybe another type of addiction, uh, as well as preventative measures and uh, some of the, you know, conse- the problem with consequences, i got to tell you, I've, just from the research I've done, and I think experts will agree that with addicts, uh, consequences have no to them. It's uh, it doesn't make any difference, uh, even though there are dire consequences, whether it's divorce or job loss, uh, prison sentence, even death. Addictions are so strong uh, in some people that uh, you you just um uh you know it's it's beyond belief how, how some people are so addicted to something they'll risk their lives uh for the um for that addiction so we'll talk about that uh but first in uh, just a minute or two we will have um Courtney Wilson uh talking about a new superfood and um you know maybe it's time to move over for blueberries and pomegranate there's a new superfood kid in town uh we'll talk to her About this new um, berry. You know, berries are a powerhouse of nutrients, but there's one berry, there are some berries that are more nutrient dense than others, but this one seems to take the cake and uh, we'll tell you how you can actually put it in your cake or smoothie or uh, other uh, implementing it into other foods to uh, boost their nutritional value. Uh, That'll be coming up in just a few minutes. All right, uh let's go to a few news articles and then um actually uh let's go to uh, to Courtney Wilson and we'll we'll cover this first and then we'll get to a few news articles after her interview. Um she is um well first of all let me tell you it's no surprise that several types of berries are typically at the top of the list as far as Most nutritional foods uh, analyzed, Uh, they're typically and accurately classified as superfoods, whether it's ever-popular blueberry, black raspberries, of course cranberries, uh, goji berries from the Himalayas, there's golden berries, acai berries, which are very popular in smoothies, and acai fruit bowls, that's from South America, and others, and rightly so. After all, they have some of the highest levels of antioxidants of any fruits, or foods for that matter. Uh, plus, they're a powerhouse of other nutrients, not just antioxidants. But uh, each berry produces some different benefits, uh, some overlapping, but some unique to that particular berry. But there's one berry you haven't heard of that might just steal the show and trump all the others for its anthocyanin content and uh, uh, some of the other compounds that uh, give berries their colors and pigments, and, and as well as benefits. And that is the Haskap berry. That's H-A-S-K-A-P, which I discovered at a nutritional food show I recently attended. So here to tell tell us more about this new up-and-coming superfood is Courtney Wilson, who has been doing extensive research on haskap berries. What a name! <laughs> and uh, we'd like to welcome her to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Courtney. How the health are you? <laughs>
3: Good morning, David. Thank you so much for having me on today.
2: Well, thanks for being there and doing what you do as far as uh, researching uh, this new berry. Now, this is, is this um, correct? It comes from Canada or North America?
3: Yes, so the Haska berry, actually, it's a very cold-weather climate berry, so it is grown in Canada, it's indigenous to Siberia, also northern Japan, where they call it the berry of long life and good vision, and also in Tibet, where they actually steep the leaves and the berries in broth and serve them medicinally. Interesting. So, yes, it's a very cold-weather climate berry. It does not really grow in the U.S., which um, just because the conditions aren't right. And that's why we just really don't know much about it.
2: And, and isn't it um, the reason also that because it, it can withstand the harsh climates that you just mentioned, uh, that's probably why it has such a, a powerhouse of nutrients, uh, you know, the, the compounds in it, uh, to protect it from the, the harsh elements that it's, uh, where it's grown? And
3: that's exactly right. I always uh, kind of use the metaphor of a grape that struggles the most to survive on the vine usually produces the best wine Uh and it is that same concept it is because of the harsh cold winters that um, the hardiness of the berry really does produce some of the most nutrient density of any berry in the world so it really is quite um, a nutraceutically comprehensive berry and uh, we're just really trying to get the word out there about it because um, it really really does some incredible
2: things. Now, no as far as the uh, getting the word out, hascap, what a name. I mean, <laughs> maybe getting the word out would be easier if it had a more memorable name, but why why the <laughs> name hascap? Where did that come from?
3: It's actually a Japanese name. They oh. named it. Oh, <laughs> so they,
2: they named it's it. It's also
3: they did, but it's also um, uh, called blue honeysuckle. Um, I think honeyberry is actually also a name for it. Okay and we just call it the better berry
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the best berry what do you mean the best berry not the better berry <laughs> uh, now now let's discuss the benefits courtney because uh, obviously it's a powerhouse of nutrients so uh, polyphenols come to mind the uh, anthocyanins the the pigments or it, it's what makes the berry kind of that d- deep blue purple right
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. So the Hascap has three times the amount of antioxidants as a blueberry and it has six times the amount of anthocyanins. So that is what gives it that dark pigment. Um, and it is the most anthocyanin rich berry um, of any out there. So um, so yes, when you look at the, at the juice, um, we do a, a juice extract of the berry, and then we also do a superfood smoothie powder from the skins of those berries, oh. which are, yes, remarkably nutraceutically dense. Um, so that's why you get that, that dark pigment. It almost looks black because it's right. um, just so dark. And they always say, you know, the darker the berry, the better for the health.
2: You, you want to eat foods that stain, that stain your yeah. clothes. You just don't want to get it <laughs> on your clothes. <laughs> or maybe and you could use it, it as Mita. dye. Now, you know, with, with this being Easter weekend, I, uh, the thought came to mind that maybe this would be a good dye if people wanted uh, blue or purple uh, color dye, uh, natural food Food-based color dye for their Easter eggs or anything else. Of course, it's a little late to get it now, but uh, but maybe for next year or next season or coloring other things like uh, icing on your next uh, on the next cake you make. But uh, oh, yeah. what, what about that uh, for uh, food dyes?
3: Oh, yeah, we use it a lot for food coloring, and a lot of people do. Um, Yeah, so uh, it's used um, as a salad dressing. If you sub out the balsamic vinegar, you can use it as a salad dressing. Uh, You can use it as a glazed sauce over donuts or... Well, no, no, not so donuts. Food. You're
2: canceling out the
3: benefits. You're, you're oh, negating right,
2: right. the health the benefits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know the donuts are healthy if you eat only the holes. Don't don't eat the donut. <laughs>
3: right, right. Don't eat the stuff around. Um, yeah, the smoothie additive, um, mixing it in with yogurt or oatmeal. Um, kids love it. So popsicles are a really good idea. Um, people make jam, tea. Uh, overnight oats, all kinds of things. You know, I I put it in
2: my chocolate protein drink this morning and it tastes really good.
3: Oh, good. Yeah, it really is so yummy. And I think that's the great thing. I mean, this is primarily an anti-inflammatory berry, uh, that's really what it's known for is those benefits. Um, but also just um, a lot of natural energy and cognitive support. So memory improvement, focus, really boosting immunity. That's, you know, I have two two little girls. I've been giving it to them since they were three years old uh-huh. um, because it really has kept them from just, you know, kids get sick a lot and it's really kept them healthy. They love the taste. It kind of tastes like a grapefruit roll-up. Up. So um, to, to me, uh, it,
2: uh, uh, Courtney, it tasted like um, most people haven't had those, but uh, aronia berries. Uh, it reminded me of aronia berries. Oh yes, yes, that's
3: right. Uh, yes, uh, I can uh, see that. Some yeah. people say um, honey um, or huckleberry, right? Uh, yeah. Or yeah, black currant.
2: And, and it has antiviral properties similar to the elderberry. Is that correct?
3: Oh, yes. Yes. It's um, a lot of antiviral uh, properties. There's a huge uh, C3G component in the anthocyanin content, uh, which really helps with um, blood sugar regulation, cardio support, anti-cancer properties. Uh, all that type of thing. Uh-oh. So, and runners, runners' world actually just did a big article oh, on this really? berry. Oh, yeah, um, it's a pre-workout, um, so it has effects on your endurance and your performance, and also your muscle recovery.
2: Yeah, you know that's funny because I, I took, uh, I got the package uh, yesterday uh, of the of the liquid uh, the extract, and I put a couple ounces, well, a couple tablespoons, maybe an ounce or so, and just some water, and because uh, I wanted to taste it but it was before i went for a bike ride and uh and i hadn't gone getting, uh i hadn't been on my bike for a while and uh, i thought man i I'm, <laughs> I'm flying and uh, <laughs> so maybe maybe it had something to do with the fact that i my pre-workout uh drink was the uh, the berry uh, you know just a, a a shot of that i I, may, may, I don't know maybe it was maybe it wasn't but uh, but it did certainly didn't hurt and and i felt energetic about it or from it uh, now. Uh, as far as avail- uh, the uh, the dose, it's what two tablespoons of the extract, or what a, a teaspoon or so of the powder.
3: That's exactly right. Yes, um, two tablespoons, which basically equals an ounce. If you have a little ounce measuring um, cup or shot glass at home, you just take an ounce first thing in the morning because it will just give you a little wake up and then you can either do that or if you're more of a smoothie or breakfast person, you can uh, sprinkle a teaspoon over whatever you're eating or throw it in a smoothie and and you've got every everything that you need for the day. There's tons of potassium, vitamin C, uh, lots lots of vitamins and minerals in yeah. there.
2: You know, oh. I, I mixed the berry powder, I think it was just in water uh, last night and I found it... It wasn't as tangy as the extract, the the liquid extract cap berry, but uh, mm-hmm. it was more astringent. Uh, is that accurate?
3: Yes, I think because the powder is the skins of the berry. Oh right. So yeah. um, you know the berry is going to be more pungent for sure, and the um, I think the skins are just more of a milder berry taste.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did uh, uh, find it a little less or a, a smoother. Flavor, But more astringent, uh, probably from the quercetin and the other compounds in the skin, as you mentioned. Now, how can mm-hmm. people, what's the availability? Is this uh, going to be hard to get or uh, is it available in stores or direct or how, how do you get the house cap berry?
3: Right now, in retail, it's only available in California at uh, certain locations. But if you're outside of California, the best way to do it is uh, Amazon, where Amazon's Choice, or um, or through our website, which is SweetPrairieHascap.com.
2: Sweet, uh, repeat that, please.
3: SweetPrairieHascap.com. Okay. that's the name of our company.
2: Sweet Prairie, and then Hascap H A S K A P, uh, which That's is the right. name of the berry, which you said is named by the uh, from uh, from the Japanese. It was a Japanese uh, origin as far as the the name goes, and they call mm-hmm. it the long life berry. There, uh, now as yeah. far as uh, cost, is it comparable to? You know, blueberries, acai berries, pomegranate, etc., or in the ballpark? It's
3: a little bit more expensive because the berry is not as much of a commodity as a oh, blueberry right. or a strawberry. You don't have mm-hmm. the economy
2: of scale, in other words, yeah.
3: Right, right. So we get our berries from a family farm in Saskatchewan. We bring them down here. What we've done for sustainability reasons is we've put 12 to 13 shots in one 12-ounce bottle, and that's to save on packaging waste, that kind of thing. We're trying uh-huh. to be a little bit more environmentally friendly. So you get 12 to 13 shots in one bottle, and that bottle is twenty four ninety nine. Okay. So it seems like a lot, but that's because we don't water it down. We don't put any sugar, um, anything yeah, like that in it. And no so- natural
2: flavors, which... You shouldn't have to put natural flavors, but a lot of products do, uh, which which inhan- intensifies the the flavor. But then it it's it's not you know it's a, a man made natural flavor that's added, which you don't do. Which I, I admire that. So.
3: Thank yes, it you. is literally two pounds of crushed berries in every bottle.
2: Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, enlightening us about a new berry, the Haskap <laughs> Berry. So move over blueberries and pomegranates. There's a new kid in town. Uh, uh, give us that website one more time, Courtney, please.
3: Sure. It's www.sweetprairiehaskap.com.
2: Oh, it's Haskop, not Haskap, not H- hascap.
3: HASCAP. No,
2: it is HASCAP. HASCAP, okay. H-A-S-K-A-P. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, Courtney Wilson, thanks so much for being there, and uh, keep doing what you do.
3: Thank you so much.
2: All right. Uh, there uh, we go with uh, Barry information, but we will have a very a healthy uh, segment next hour, well, this hour, uh, in our next segment uh, right after this when we talk to... Uh, Our next guest, Pam Ricard, talking about alcohol addiction and uh, other drug addiction and what to do about it as far as the best treatments, preventive measures, and much more. Here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio, I'm David Snow. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy.
4: Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Do you know there is a silent
0: killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly one in three Americans and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost 20% of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure or hypertension is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risk factors. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract. Extract is all natural Ciolic Aged Garlic Extract. Odorless and organically grown, Chiolic Aged Garlic Extract has been clinically tested to support blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So, along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Caiolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Available at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, GNC, and Fine Health Food Stores everywhere. welcome back to lifestyles of the fit and healthy
2: here on the healthiest hour on radio david snow on your radio you turn us on and we'll turn you on to good health that is it's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins and uh you know i can't resist this because um well first of all i got to tell you that uh, we didn't have time for the fitness files matters of sexual health and our regular news features but uh I got to get to the Funny Bone Pharmacy because I have some food-related humor that has to do with Easter. What did the rabbit say to the carrot? It's been nice gnawing you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you hear about the mischievous egg? Yeah, it was a real practical yoker. And where do Easter eggs come from? Well, eggplants, of course. Uh, what do you get if you cross a bunny with Chinese food? That would be suey. And uh, and I I want to get to these because um, we're going to have a heavy subject uh, in the next, uh, this hour. Uh, So uh, time to keep things a little light and levity. Uh, Where do rabbits like to eat breakfast? Well, that would be at IHOP. And finally, when does Easter come before Valentine's Day? In the dictionary only. All right. uh, That's the Funny Bone Pharmacy. And we'll return next week, as I mentioned, uh, with the Fitness File news features, and uh, matters of sexual health. Right now, though, let's go to uh, Pam Rickard, who is uh, one of the directors of the Heron Project, a uh, treatment center and um, a resource center for people seeking help with alcohol and various drug addictions. And uh, we'd like to welcome her to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Pam. How the health are you?
5: Good morning, David. It's so good to hear you and to uh, be a guest on your show. Well, thanks, am, thanks for grateful. being there. You,
2: you sound extra alive today.
5: Oh, I, always, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of... Uh, Very grateful to be here and and very healthy today. So,
2: thank you so much. Well, thanks for being there Uh, during April, which is Alcohol Awareness Month, which is why we're having you on, and we're doing this segment of the show on this very important topic. Uh, First of all, Pam, let's talk about just a brief history of addiction. I I was listening to... uh, a program uh, and they, they said that it was first mentioned uh, uh, well alcoholics or, or the, uh, the uh, basic knowledge of uh, the addictive qualities of alcohol was first mentioned in the medical literature in I think 1874 and then the AMA recognized it back in the 1950s but uh, yes. let, let's let's talk about you know just a brief 60second history of addiction if you will
5: Yes, thank you. I, I guess I want to clarify first that um, I have quite a bit of experience in this field, but I'm not a clinician. Yes, so right. I get to um, I am a person in long term recovery from addiction, and I've been able to work in the uh, in the field of addiction and recovery for the past. Um, Thirteen years, but um, so I, I have had a lot of. Um, I've been fortunate to be involved in many conferences and conferences and educations, and with my own experience as well as um, really hundreds of others that I've had the benefit of crossing paths with in my career. Cool. Um, so yeah, actually, I mean, anecdotally speaking, I think addiction has been around since human beings have been around sure. I mean there have always been there has much literature out there, much research out there that talk about things that had addicted properties um, that people used for medicinal purposes and other purposes since um, since the beginning of time so to speak so so yeah I, and I do appreciate what you shared about um, even in the it, was, it wasn't until the 50s that the American Medical Association classified addiction as a disease. So it's that's that to me is actually pretty recent, <laughs> um, and um, I'm thankful for that because I do believe that it is. A, I, I call it a disease with a choice component, but um, but it is it is definitely a brain disease and uh, and treatable, not curable, but definitely treatable. So I'm very grateful for that that part of the conversation as well.
2: Now, Pam, um, can I just add that um, yes. I, I really admire somebody and I appreciate having somebody like you on, and and we've had. You know, various clinicians and uh, doctors and addiction experts, uh, very credentialed people over the years, over the 30-plus years I've been doing the show. But there's no substitute for experience. And, you know, there's textbook medicine and then there's real-world medicine. And uh, I I just want to – my hat's off to you for, uh, you know, putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, but but also Mm. uh, giving back to the community that, uh, you know, after your recovery, um, helping other people – in the same boat that you were in uh get back into a real life situation where where they are not dependent on the drugs
5: absolutely thank you thank you for saying that i um and I know you mentioned um in the opening that this was going to be a heavy topic and it certainly is. I mean addiction kills and um and it, it breaks not only it ends lives but it, it hurts individuals, oh. families and our communities, um, and especially these days as we all know too well that um it has it has increased and in it's um and it's veracity in our society, really all over the world. But another thing I've I've said, and I'm sure I had to make this up, but addiction is tragic, but recovery is even more powerful. And so it is heavy, it is hard to talk about, but it's so crucial that we not only talk about it so that we can reduce the stigma, um, which is one of the reasons I would never break anyone else's anonymity if someone chooses to be anonymous in their recovery, but I break mine every day because I feel that it is very powerful to share your truth, and especially if it in any way can help can help others. Um, and uh, the recovery side of addiction is is so is so powerful and beneficial not only for the person in recovery in their circles but for our society as a whole so i I love that part of it. I love that it's not just stopping the the consequences of a disease but it is adding so much good to the world because so much so much good comes from actually- actually working a pow- uh, a program of recovery and and becoming your healthiest self. Okay. Whatever so, that looks like. so
2: let's talk about recovery and treatments, the different types of treatments. I mentioned earlier right. AA is uh, obviously the most well-known one, but uh, there are many other types and uh, I guess the best would be uh, to be eclectic and take the best from all the different types of treatments to, you know, Absolutely. tailor it to your own needs or um, your uh, what's what's going to work best for the individual.
5: Right, and what individual resources are and what they have in their community, what they have, um, in their, um, you know, it, available to them. And I just want to say one other thing. Thank you again so much for your introduction. I do work for Heron Project and we can talk a little bit more about that later. Yes. But Heron Project is actually is not a treatment center. We are a resource that yeah, refers that's right. resource and helps center. people yeah so we we provide um, all of the resources and help to folks to to actually do what you just spoke of to find the best option for them because the good news these days is that there is there are more options than have ever existed before from what I from what I've learned firsthand as well as working in the industry there are all types of treatment centers and resources whether it's inpatient outpatient um, um, groups like aa and and many others there there's there's many there are many other um, kind of peer-to-peer programs such as aa that are free and and are open to anyone willing to to attend and those are very very important tools um, there's outpatient there's you know there are uh, therapists, there are clinicians, there are all types of groups. It's just a matter, it, in a way. I mean, like I said, it's a good thing, but it's all. It also can be so overwhelming and confusing for those looking for help, whether it's an individual or a family member.
2: Okay. Um, and uh, on that and, note, uh, uh, Pam, yeah. If I could just stop you, we need to need to take, a, excuse me, a bottom hour station break. Of course. And when we come <laughs> yes. back. I want to ask you about the challenges of the different types of treatments you're describing. Uh, the relapse, um, you know, the, um, the statistics on relapse, uh, costs, uh, you know, details like that. Uh, the, there's, of course, the denial because the person that needs the actual treatment is the last person to really finally admit it oftentimes, uh, other than uh, you know, a lot a lot of times it's their friends, relatives, significant others, co-workers, etc., that Know that they need it, and uh, they're the you know. But until they know, or until they admit it, uh, that's another uh, program. Uh, also, serial rehab, which celebrities are so famous for, uh, people famous are famous for uh, getting back into rehab repeatedly. We'll talk about that, as well as high functioning alcoholics and addicts. Uh, you know, it's it's the uh, stereotype that's so inaccurate. Uh, that uh, it's not it's not the tramp on the street or the homeless person that's addicted. Often uh, oftentimes it's uh, people in our high functioning society. So much more information to come here with Pam Rickard talking about alcohol addiction for April, which is alcohol Awareness Month. Stick around if you want to stay healthy back right after this as
0: Dr. Health Radio continues. for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear Saline Nasal Spray with Xylitol.
5: Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot
4: Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now, our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Snow,
6: snow, 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 snow. snow. Well,
4: That's right,
2: it is me, David Snow, on your radio, be keeping you cool and healthy, and uh, here to keep us healthy is Pam Rickard. She is with the Heron Project, and we're talking about—excuse me—about if you're just joining us, alcohol and addiction of various other drugs. Okay, Pam, let's talk about the challenges that people have with the different types of treatments uh, in recovery. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the relapse rate or the, um, uh, you know, tailoring a a program that is specific to that particular individual, as we mentioned uh, earlier, Um, and then, of of course, there's costs and so on. Uh, Get into that, if you would, please.
5: Yes. Yes. Thank you. And first, I'll say that programs like yours are crucial to this because one of the things, one of the biggest barriers to people getting into treatment is the stigma. And, All as right. you mentioned, there, you know there are many many unfortunately very high functioning individuals in our society that you would not believe that are, that they're even so, that they 're struggling so true. I was one of them. I was a very high functioning alcoholic and did not get sober until I was forty three years old and uh, i I'm, I'm uh, how, how many how
2: many years were you um, not sober
5: well, the truth is i think i mean I was an alcoholic from the first drink I took at 14. I mean, it was really, yeah. But that is the thing about the disease of addiction, whether it is alcohol, drug, whatever the, whatever the drug is, is it's a progressive disease and it doesn't always look like a a disease that has a a clear progression of bad, worse, horrible. It's a disease that if, if it, if it's untreated, it will definitely get worse, but the trajectory looks different for everyone. I, for example, I have a husband and three adult children. I had an incredible career and I still have an incredible career, but in a different field now. But I was um, I never drank when I was pregnant, breastfeeding or training for a marathon. So, of course, I'm fine. I look like the fittest woman I uh, did. I worked in development for YMCA's. I really, um, mm. you know, I wasn't I wasn't. And this is a stigma. I wasn't the drunk mom on the couch, but I definitely was not sober and I was not present. And then it did continue to get worse as I got older until I finally surrendered to it. And the thing about it, as you mentioned about the denial, denial is such it is such a powerful part of the disease because as it progresses, you get to the point where you don't even realize that you're in denial. What we we call it, it's a disease that tells you you don't have a disease. So yeah. it's, it's not that I or others were bad people, but we literally were being kind of hijacked. Our brains were hijacked in a way right. where we didn't know. You know, we didn't, we couldn't admit that we had a problem because we didn't believe we had a problem. So that is part of the the challenge. Because as you mentioned, also the only person that can really begin and to begin a program of recovery is the person that needs the help. And, um, and in my case we talked about this just the other day at a meeting it was one time in my life that surrendered equals surrender equals freedom when you surrender it doesn't mean you're weak it doesn't mean you're you know you're it, it that it's all over it actually means you're surrendering to the fact that you cannot do this on your own you can't you can't recover from cancer on your own you can't recover from diabetes on your own it is a matter of surrendering to others and following directions and yeah. When I finally did that, I found my recovery. All right,
2: yes. and and tell us, the people around you, did everybody know that you were addicted to alcohol, or uh, what was um, Well,
5: again, everyone's story is different, but everyone's story uh, includes, from what I've known in my life, includes a lot of, a lot of lying and a lot of hiding.
2: I, I, I was just going to ask you, hiding yeah. the high, hiding yes. the high. Yeah. You
5: hide it, absolutely. And the thing, that's one of the reasons, David, that I love people in recovery, because we tend to be some of the most creative intelligent people and i'm not you know i'm not complimenting myself but that's another reason why it's important to see it as a disease because you know and of course there are people that are addicted that aren't good people or that do bad things and and i'm not saying that anyone who's addicted is a great person but i'm saying that it's not the disease it's the disease that causes some of these behaviors that have horrible consequences so it really is a matter of of um of at least getting to the point, and people talk about their bottom. I mean, that is sometimes a misnomer because a bottom isn't necessarily something that's obvious. Um, unfortunately, I experienced three DUIs. Thank God, I never hurt anybody. Uh, but yeah, within within eighteen months, it went because my
2: I, gosh.
5: My situation after I, we had our third child, I don't, I mean, some of it probably was body chemistry. So, I mean, I didn't drink for a year when I was pregnant and breastfeeding her. I, I was absolutely abstinent and I thought, okay, well, I've got a handle on this now. No, I didn't because as soon as I drank a glass of wine again afterwards, I, I went down a slipper, the slope very, very quickly. So that I'm i'm very fortunate that i did not lose my life or hurt anyone else but i couldn't i couldn't control it and and i so my family eventually started to to notice um my husband who thank god we survived that and we're celebrating 37 years of marriage today as a matter of fact oh congratulations Um, so this is a wonderful gift to be on your show but we um you know it's easy to kind of have hindsight and it's easy for others to look in and say why didn't you say this? Why didn't you force this? Why didn't you do that? But the truth is, you know, you, you live our lives, one day, lives one day at a time. And I did have days where I didn't drink anything. I, had, I went through a whole program of outpatient. I went through 12 weeks of outpatient at a local rehab center and absolutely graduated with flying colors. But I didn't. I was, I was not honest. And, and so again, it wasn't the treatment center's fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. It was me not, uh, not being ready and not really believing that this is a disease that I can't fix. I had done so well in my life and I could do anything that you asked me to do, but I couldn't stop drinking. And then, so that's when I, it for me, it took residential treatment and, um, and even, even though we had good insurance at the time, it covered $500 of a $17,000, um, tr- uh, bill. Yeah. So we went in debt and we, we, it, it was a, a, an extremely hard time financially for our family. Um, we had some help from my father who I couldn't have done it without him. Um, and then we took out loans and, you know the the beautiful thing about recovery is you slowly start <laughs> to um, to undo that. You know, there's there's rarely anything that is unfixable or unhealable. You know, unfortunately, this disease does take lives. It does cause people to do things that hurt others, but um, but almost everything is healable and fixable to a degree that's beyond anything we've even imagined.
2: No, so, Pam, let, let me yeah. interject here since you mentioned the word impossible. I, I was going to mention this uh, a little later, but I'll mention it now because it's a, a good segue for it. And, and that is our quote of the week. Uh, this comes from Audrey Hepburn, the actress, who says, mm. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. <laughs> That's am that <laughs> and then P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E, uh, which, yeah. which I, I see it in words. or You know, it's, it's a little more powerful if you actually see it in print. Uh, but it's so true you know nothing is possible the word itself says I'm possible and uh, another quote that I I see here and it's from anonymous uh, forget the mistake remember the lesson I think that's a really good one
5: amen and I couldn't agree more and literally I mean my story is only one I'm living it and and so I believe it, it to my core but I've also seen it all around me being fortunate enough to work in this industry. There is, that's why I always say there's so much power in recovery. It's not just getting sober. That's icing on the cake. I haven't had any desire to have a drink in almost 17 years now, but it's the other stuff. Thank you. But it's the other stuff that I've been afforded the possibility to work on. And I wouldn't wish addiction on anyone, David, but man, I, I honestly wouldn't change anything other than the time I lost with my family because I wasn't who I wanted to be during those years. Uh But other than that, I am who I am today because of my sobriety and not just because I don't drink, but because I work on other areas of my life. And it's not just AA that helps to do that. There's many, many programs in our our world right now, um, support groups and people that I'm just shocked at how many people actually are in recovery because once I share, it's amazing how many people will say, Oh, I am too, or, Oh, you know, so, you know, we're out there. And again, I wish I, I would love to work myself out of a job. I would love to say, Oh, nobody needs addiction help anymore. Great. But that's not the case. So we're not, I just won't bury my head in the sand and I will continue to say there people need help and people need hope because when you lo- my that was my bottom. My third DUI was not my bottom. Wow. Even my third my third DUI, I did not go to treatment until uh, excuse me 6 months 6 weeks after my third DUI. My goodness. I finally result I finally resigned to go. Hmm. But it was it was a feeling of such hopelessness and not even I wasn't angry. I almost wasn't even fearful, but I was exhausted and so hopeless that I thought I I, I'll go I'll go and you know many people don't have the opportunity or the finances to go either or even the ability to put it on credit cards yeah so and that's one of the reasons I do what I do for my for a living because I love working with organizations that um that help people get help
2: well Pam uh, since you mentioned uh, consequences I was listening to uh, a CD collection uh, from the uh, passages Uh, are you familiar with their organization Uh, which I thought was excellent uh But they they say that, as they mentioned, and I mentioned earlier in the show before we had you on, uh, consequences are of no consequence to the addict. I mean, uh, they'll, you know, whether it's divorce, job loss, prison sentences, even death, uh, they'll do anything to get their next fix or their next high, whatever it might be
5: absolutely that's even true with alcohol yes, and it's so yes. weird to people because you know i bought my drug next to my d- dish detergent you know i mean it it, it, it alcohol especially is so ubiquitous oh, in in our society extremely and i'm so. not a, i'm not a prohibitionist i'm not saying no, no one should drink no no but it is it is remarkable to me even now to to to, to see that and you're right that the, so many things are true about that. It's the, that's why it's such a family disease and a community disease, because I don't even remember some of the things. I mean, I was not, I didn't, I don't have a memory of times that I blacked out and didn't, you know, and, and was walking around seemingly like I was just a little bit off, but I, I was honestly not, I wasn't, um, I wasn't present. And so I don't have memories of that, but my family does.
2: Well, yeah, and those, speaking are, of... Those are deep, oh, deep cuts. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm sorry to interrupt.
5: No, um, it's okay.
2: Well, since you mentioned family disease, it's not, it's not just a family disease. It's a national disease, exactly. uh, if not a worldly disease, because alcohol oh, affects every single person on some level... Uh, in any yes. country that you, you you want to pick in the in the you know of the almost two hundred countries on this Amen. planet, so yeah, it's uh, on a global that note, yeah, it's yes. global, definitely. Yeah, uh, Pam, we need to take one last break of the hour so I can keep okay. uh, asking you more questions. And when we come back, oh, and by the way, I have a confession to make. I am an admitted healthaholic. <laughs> Me too. Okay. i guess. I'll join your so, so we'll talk about switching addictions uh, when we come back, although I've never been uh, addicted to anything before that. Um, anyway, we'll talk to, uh, to uh, Pam Rickard more after this. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the health risks of alcohol and drugs, obesity, uh, I have an article on obesity being one of them for long-term Uh, drinkers or uh, lifelong alcohol consumption, as well as uh, switching addictions and serial rehab, which is especially prevalent for celebrities, uh, as well as how the COVID-19 pandemic, how has that changed the number of addicts as well as uh, uh, those seeking help? We'll talk to Pam about that as well when we return from this brief break. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy.
1: Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. Sorry, yogurt, although you're high in calcium and protein, in the real world Potent probiotics, ah, well, let's just say you're not that potent. While many consume you thinking they're getting enough probiotic bacteria for good gut health, the fact is you yogurts can't compete with a medical strength probiotic like Theralac. Plus, you yogurts, well, most of you, have so much sugar and other ingredients that it defeats the purpose of eating you in the first place. So while we'll always be fond of you and other fermented foods, we want to make sure our listeners also take a potent probiotic like Theralac. That's because just one capsule of Theralac is equal to more than 200 cartons of yogurt in the beneficial bacteria that it delivers to the gut. And if your doctor advises you to just eat some yogurt after a course of antibiotics without a strong probiotic like Theralac, it can take up to two years to reestablish your healthy gut flora. Look for Theralac in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store or go to Theralac.com. Is getting a good night's sleep a
7: challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior, fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones. Tranquil Sleep can help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep sounder, and wake up refreshed, all without feeling drowsy in the morning. The key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep. It's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation, regeneration, and recuperation that sleep provides. Even if you think you get a good night's sleep, give Tranquil Sleep a try. You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com.
6: When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Therolac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal-strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of a superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. Theralac, the high potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation. Supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to Theralac.com.
2: Welcome back to The Cure for the Common Radio Show. David Snow on your radio. It's your concentrated extract of health information with only side effect, a higher health IQ. But I must warn you, you may experience other special effects, but they're all positive. Don't worry. Uh, Let's uh, get back to... Sam Rickard talking about Alcohol Awareness Month, uh, the month of April. But uh, also, uh, since we only have uh, barely five minutes left, let me just... Uh, I was, during the break, I was thinking of some quotes uh, that are applicable to our discussion today about alcohol and uh, drug awareness and addiction. Uh, drinking and driving may cause liquor mortis. Uh, also, good <laughs> health is not something to drink to and be as sober as a judge and you won't have to face one. How's, mm. How are those? Um, uh, also, drugs. I remember drugs are like a lottery, but if you lose, you can't tear up your ticket. Unfortunately, so um, okay, Pam. Let's uh, get right back to it. I, I got to just um, we got to stay on, on track here. I got to okay. keep myself on track because we only have uh, barely uh, three or four minutes left. So uh, let's talk about the. Um, Some of the uh, well, you talked about the stigmas earlier. How how has the COVID nineteen pandemic how has that changed the number of addicts uh, that uh, report to the Heron Project or or your uh, the clinic or the uh, resource uh, center that you're at?
5: Sure, yeah, yeah. I can I can speak to our specific situation. We had. Threefold the number of people. whoa uh, really yeah, three t- three times and we have My that goodness. it's probably even more than that but we have that documented so Eek. we grew we grew exponentially during that time. And, you know, in a way that wasn't great in some ways because so many more people came to us to help, for help. But honestly, we grew in other ways as well in terms of um, the funding to be able to help them and awareness and community building. That's what actually I do. I'm responsible for, um, for, for helping to fund uh, the work that my colleagues do. So I do that, and it and my my particular um, portion of Heron Project grew quite a bit as
6: well. Okay, um, and Be-
2: before, can I just to interject, yeah. before we run out of time, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, yeah. give us the website for people wanting more information on the Heron Project, if you would.
5: Thank you. Yes, it's just HeronProject.org, H-E-R-R-E-N, H-E-R-R-E-N. Project dot org.
2: Not the bird. For- it's not the bird. No,
5: not the bird. It was founded by former NBA basketball player Chris Heron. Oh yeah. So right. um, yeah. yeah, who has his own dr- tremendous story and wanted to help others, and Excellent. I'm fortunate to have jumped on on the bo- on the bandwagon. Okay. But um, you know, and it's real quick, I just want to say, you joke your one one quote about judges. That is so interesting, too, because, I've, you know, we, we all say sober as a judge, but the truth there, it's a little bit of a quip, but it's also sobering because there's many judges, whether That's you're a right. judge or a doctor or yes. any political official. It, you know, d- addiction is a disease that does not discriminate. That's right. And, and also, like you talked about, too, I mean, there's everyone who drinks irresponsibly or abuses alcohol in some way is not necessarily an alcoholic. But I love Al- Alcohol Awareness Month because at least it gets us to look at it yeah, and talk about it. Pam,
2: yeah. uh, thank you for, so much for talking about it. We're, we're out of time. Good luck in the Boston Marathon. Thank uh, you, uh, my friend. Yeah, you got to report back to us. Tell us your time and how you did and everything, and we'll we'll have you on for the fitness file uh, in a future oh, yes, segment. I would love to do that. All right, okay. Thank you so much for your work. Oh, sure. Bye-bye. Okay, there goes Pam Rickard, and here we go with another edition of the program. But join us again next week, same time. Same station for another uh, Dr. Health Radio. And uh, until then, I'm David Snow reminding you that it isn't how long you live. It's how you live long. Thanks for listening and have a healthy week.